1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall guy. That's Guy. the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG 13.
2: This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. Leopards not included. You know it better is Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and always tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN radio. We are definitely presented not by Leopards, but by Progressive Insurance. And before we get to what the San Francisco 49ers worry when it comes to maybe or maybe not having Brock Purdy under center but having Sam Darnold in his place, we'll get to that in a couple of seconds. But Harry Douglas, you have something to say to Mark Morales. And I'm going to give the context. Harry Douglas is in Salt Lake City, part of College Game Day on YouTube and also social media tomorrow when Oregon takes on Utah. Should be an out of sight matchup and early another one of those showdowns in the Pac-12. And Harry talked about taking the plane, taking the plane, going from you know down to New York, cross country, going to Utah. By the overnight, Joe wanted to know on social media if it was first class that you were traveling on going to Utah. He wants to know that. Yeah.
0: No, it was first class. Okay, overnight you Joe. know, as a dime, as a Diamond member,
2: okay, you right. know,
0: first class right. uh-huh. is what I like to be in. Uh, okay. So, you know, okay. shout out to the first class seat. Yes. I'm thanking whoever I need to thank, but yes. Disney Global Travel, yes. thank you for that.
2: Exactly. So overnight Joe. But, he but, got but, his let me, let, me,
0: let me get to Mark. And, That's and the right. reason why this is brought up is because, you know, it was only three Oreos, <laughs> or I should say chocolate cookies <laughs> on the plane. And I was one of them. Lord. Right? Wasn't many. Wasn't many at all. But I kept hearing Mark in, in commercial break, talk about black honey. I said, "Oh, yeah, Mark. What What do you mean by black? See, I, see, explain. I know brother Dev. I know Devin Kane. Oh, he, boy. You know he like he likes some chocolate. Okay, so I, I know Dev like chocolate. Right. So,
1: Mark, explain,
0: explain this black yourself, honey Mark. to us.
1: Yes, please do. <laughs> All right. So I was in a. <laughs> it's not what you guys think out there. I was in a rock band back in high school, uh-huh. and the name. Well, hold
0: on. But wait. Just wait. A, just wait a minute for a okay. second. You right. just. The vo- hey, that's not what you guys think out there. Hey, hey Mark, be you. He doesn't you, okay? sound like B-
2: that. Don't do that. Be B- you. That was a good B- impression. Mark. Yeah. Hey,
0: James, don't help him. James, don't help You know? <laughs> Mark doesn't <laughs> even sound about Black, honey. Black Honey, all of a sudden, it's not what you guys think out there. You make sound
2: like point Dex with a pocket protector. He doesn't sound My anything like that. Mark, you
0: be, you be you, Mark. Now tell us about Black Honey. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you've I, been speaking on it a lot today.
1: <laughs> it was a rock band that I was in, played a bunch of original songs. I was a drummer. Okay. And it was called Black Honey, so...
2: Great name, by the way.
1: Thank you. But you've, when you looked it up on, when you looked it up on YouTube, you had to add zero zero one at the end. Why to get our content? Uh-huh. If you if you know if you typed in bl- just black honey on oh, YouTube, never mind. I yeah, got
2: it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that could, Well, yeah, I, I that don't
0: have it. Explain to me, Mark. No, don't no explain. I like my
2: job. Amen. <laughs> don't don't let Harry get you fired here.
0: Oh <laughs> well, I don't know for real. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you can, okay,
3: you, you weren't even convinced to that. You were trying to convince everybody so, else.
0: So, so you Mark, weren't
1: even convinced.
0: So, so here's the thing, Mark. So do you like regular? You like. Regular honey, right? <laughs> like the regular honey? Oh,
1: God. I like all type of I'm honey. I that a boy? Oh, my God. Oh,
0: oh! That boy say, basket robs me. All flavors. <laughs> brother Mark and Mark in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm dead now. We got,
0: hella, we got hella flavors around here, Brother Mark.
2: <laughs> the more the merrier. Let's see. Mark stop, Plus, en- like stop enc- all flavors. Mark, stop encouraging him, please. That's all he needed. Yeah. Was all the encouragement that he needed as far as that goes. God help us. You can always help us out anytime you want. Be a part of the Freddy and and Harry, when it comes to the nation, the Dr. Pepper call online. line. Hit us up anytime you want at 888-729. That is 888-SAY-ESPN. Especially when it comes to NFL weekend. Give us the one game that you can't wait to see what's going to happen. Let us know right now at 888-729-3776 because plenty of people, whether they're members of Black Honey or not, Harry Douglas, they circle Bengals at the 49ers. Now, for the second straight day, Brock Purdy did practice with the 49ers. Has not been cleared out of concussion protocol but for the second straight day, when it seemed that it was imminent that he was not going to play, the possibility still exists because back-to-back days, he's been able to practice with the San Francisco 49ers. Usually, if you make it known that a guy's out there practicing, this is all the makings that Brock Purdy is not going to be taking out. He's going to be staying in if he was out there practicing for the second straight day for the San Francisco 49ers.
0: Yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it too. But let's just say hypothetically he doesn't go. And I know a lot of people are asking, okay, how is Sam Darnold going to be in the role of Brock Purdy? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, hey, the offense is going to be the same or whatnot. Now, I understand Sam Darnold, from a gifted standpoint, can make all the throws. He has the athleticism. But I'm not going to diminish anything that Brock Purdy has done up until this this point. Whether it came to last year, this season, how phenomenal he's been even though he had some hiccups here and there the last two matchups last two games for San Francisco. Right. Now, I say that because if Sam Darnold was the better quarterback, well damn, wouldn't Sam Darnold be starting at quarterback the entire year? It wouldn't beat Brock Purdy. Well,
2: we've so, seen yeah, we've seen Kyle Shanahan, they don't keep mistakes in the building in San Francisco, especially at that position.
0: Exactly, but I think another thing too you have to look at, they went after Sam Darnold in free agency, but also you got to look at all the last few years of how many quarterbacks have gotten hurt. So yeah, you better have uh, an insurance plan if your starting quarterback isn't out there. And then Brock Purdy came in with the with the injury, right? To his right. throwing arm. Mm-hmm. Now, don't I? I think Sam Darnold, if he's playing, he will be able to orchestrate the offense, and I think he'll be fine because he's never had a play caller like Kyle Shanahan, nor has he had the skill position players. Okay. My thing is, I don't think that's going to look better than what Brock Purdy has done up until this point.
2: No doubt about that. And here's something else, and we got dissenting opinions on this when it comes to. What should happen if you get a chance that Brock Purdy is going to be in the lineup or if Sam Darnold has a chance to be in that spot if he's not cleared meaning Brock Purdy out of concussion protocol? Chris Canty, he has one side from unsportsmanlike. Anita Marks, ESPN sports betting analyst from the Daily Wager, she's on the other side.
4: Show me the empirical evidence that Sam Darnold is a better NFL quarterback than Brock Purdy. Hell, we got more evidence that Stephen A. Smith can play quarterback in the NFL than we do Sam Darnold. No, we don't. Where's the evidence? Show it to me. I've never seen it. NFL game tape matters. We have more of a sample size for Brock Purdy in the 16 games we've seen him in in the NFL that he can play quarterback versus the, what, 50 or so odd games that Sam Darnold has started? He's Sam Darnold they started 55 games. He's 21 and 34 in those starts. Like, I get that he didn't go to a great situation, but where's the evidence no, that he just, could actually just, play quarterback? Yeah.
3: I think Sam Darnold is 10 times the quarterback Brock Purdy is. Listen, uh, Brock Purdy, like, again, I talk about this a lot. 31 teams passed up on Brock Purdy more than six times because a lot uh, of those teams had two draft picks Within the round, there's a reason for that. Okay, we talk about system, quote-unquote, quarterbacks, right? You eliminate Debo Samuel, you have Christian McCaffrey playing at 75%, and you have a busted offensive line. Now we see the warts with Brock Purdy. He's been horrific the last two weeks.
2: That's what Nina Marks, ESPN Sports betting, analyst from the Daily Wager said last night, Amber and Ian, the counter Chris Canty from all sportsmen like Harry, saying there's no evidence that Sam Darnold will be better than Brock Purdy.
0: Well, here's the thing about what Miss Anita Mark said, and she said Sam Darnold will be ten times better, and a lot of teams passed up on him. Well, guess what? Newsflash: a lot of teams passed up on Tom Brady too. Not saying that Brock Purdy's going to be Tom Brady, but a lot of did a lot of teams not pass up on Tom Brady?
2: A lot of teams passed on Aaron <laughs> Rodgers too in the first round.
0: It a lot of teams passed up on guys that have had successful careers, mm-hmm. and I think when you look at Brock Purdy from the standpoint of playing the quarterback position. Does he have the physical tools better than Sam Darnold? Hell no. So from a physical standpoint, I understand it. But we know the quarterback position is more than just being the physical specimen. It's about anticipation throwing the football. It's about knowing what to do in certain situations. It's about being mentally strong, in which Brock Purdy has showed us. Let's mm. not forget Sam Darnold on national TV said he's seeing damn ghosts. Yeah, I remember that
2: money night Let's football game.
0: Let's not forget game. that, right? Mm. So now – I don't, I don't want to poop on Sam Darnold because I think when he get, if he gets this opportunity, he's going to be able to succeed in it. I'm just not going to sit up here and say it's going to be better than what we've seen from Brock Purdy.
2: One of the things I will say about Brock Purdy, well, he has that confidence in the football team. For the first time, Sam Darnold can go into an NFL game feeling that he hopes a team has confidence in him because we know he has confidence in that team everybody around him, from the offensive line, the running backs, the coaching, wide receivers, et cetera. I also believe it's an audition for Sam Darnold. A lot of people have a perception or reality about him. It can go a long way either furthering that perception or setting that back to say, hey, I can't be a starting quarterback once again in the National Football League.
0: And, I, and I'll say this, if I'm Brock Purdy and I have an opportunity to play to clear this concussion protocol, I'm not giving Sam Darnold that opportunity.
2: Well, he may not get that opportunity, <laughs> meaning Sam Darnold, because Adam Sheff, the ESPN NFL Insider, is reporting that now Brock Purdy has been upgraded to questionable – to play on Sunday in the San Francisco 49ers play against the Cincinnati Bengals when you upgrade the questionable more than likely I'm
0: not opening the door for nobody uh-huh. else to get off yeah, he, no he, yeah,
2: he said you are not going to do to me what I did to Jimmy Garoppolo you're not doing that to me in San Francisco <laughs> if you are Brock Purdy I'm not saying I'm just saying he's Harry Douglas I'm Freddie Coleman thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN radio presented by Progressive Insurance you can send your bundle motorcycle RV and boat insurance so do yourself a favor And visit Progressive.com. LeBron
5: driving down the middle to the rim. And in! LeBron's taking over the game! 95-91, Lakers.
2: We know we still got a lot of room for improvement. Today was a good step in the right direction, but we got to be better. So LeBron James didn't score in the first and third quarter, but scored in the second and fourth quarter. Because he had to, or the legs would have gone down 0-2 to the Phoenix Suns. They found a way to win last night. But a lot of what LeBron James had to do is because of what somebody else didn't do. Not Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell. Check out what Kendrick Perkins, ESPN, Emily Allen had to say about that.
6: You know why he had to play the fourth quarter? Because D'Angelo Russell doesn't get it done. When you're a big man, you need someone that's going to be able to set the table to get you easy baskets. Easy buckets at the rim. Easy pick and pops. D'Angelo Russell don't do that. When you look in the bubble, when you when the Lakers won the championship in the bubble, you had Rajon Rondo setting the table for Anthony Davis. Again, Anthony Davis is fine. He's fine, and he has shown us time and time again that he's capable of rising to the occasion and getting things done.
2: That's what Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst, said this morning on First Take. Let's bring him in to talk about that a little bit more when it comes to the first couple of nights of the NBA. KP joins us here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Hit him on Twitter at Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick, I firmly believe and I agree with you in terms of why LeBron had to do that. But this is a situation where the Lakers have let it be known that we're going to have that guy LeBron James as an orchestrator and then positionless basketball. And to me, that's not sustainable, no matter how they won last night. What are your thoughts on that?
6: Oh, oh hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I know I ain't just come on mm. my guy's show, my brothers. Okay. And my big brother, Freddie, <laughs> called me Kendrick. Kendrick. <laughs> what's up with Big Perk, man? I'm sorry. Hey, what's going on, <laughs> I'm sorry. I hey, I hey. Listen, yeah, I said it, and, Fred, I know you agree with me. Listen, man, do you think Darvin Ham and the Lakers wanted to play LeBron James the entire fourth quarter against a f- depleted Phoenix Suns team? God, no. Absolutely not. And do you think Anthony Davis don't want to score b- baskets? Any person that watched that game last night that has any type of basketball sense saw that when Anthony Davis caught the ball on the block in the second half, Frank Vogel was sending a double team. You got to have somebody to set the table. D'Angelo Russell is not their guy. Dennis Schroeder did a better job than that, so they got to figure things out. Now, look, if they do happen to trade and make a move, they can't do it until after December 15th. And some players, I believe, with Rui Hachemeyer, it might be January the 10th or something like that. But at the end of the day, Darvin Ham got to get into his bag. And if I was Darvin Ham, if LeBron is not on the floor, Austin Reeves is my primary ball
5: handler.
0: So, Perk, I got to ask you about that because – well, let me tell everybody this first. So, Big Perk and my brother Tony Douglas played together in New Orleans. Okay. So, you know, mm-hmm. me and Big Perk got their relationship. You know, I walked in the other day with Taco Bell. Big Perk said, "I'm going to be in the bathroom all day." I know. I was
2: dying. <laughs> I was dying laughing when you told me that. <laughs> but but from, a, from a
0: point guard perspective, right? How it tell people how important it is to have someone orchestrating things at that position
6: versus looking for their shot all the time. It's so important, especially for the big men. Okay, just take it and look back at look at what uh Jamal Murray and and mm-hmm. Jokic did mm-hmm. last season, right, to win the NBA championship. The two man game was tremendous. Right? You couldn't guard it because whether it was a pick and roll, dribble handoff, whatever the case may be, Jamal Murray played with such force attacking downhill. His pull-up jump is so deadly that he also draws two guys. And all of a sudden, you see Jokic, who shot a high percentage from the three-point line, picking and popping for wide-open threes. We saw Joel Embiid and James Harden last season. They pick and roll, pick and pops. Joel Embiid led the league in scoring. Like, you got to have those guards to set the table for big men. It shouldn't be throw it to you on the block, you pound, pound, pound for four quarters and go try to get buckets. That's not how it is. And the game could be made so simple. This is why Giannis is going to be so so great this, this year, like always, but it's going to go to another level because now you have him and Dame in the pick and roll. Imagine that. Now Giannis is going to get more easy baskets. It ain't rocket science. It ain't crazy how LeBron James was getting to the basket because, again, Nurkic was so concerned in the drop coverage whether or not he should stop drawing or worry about AD rolling to the basket. You got to have that somewhat facilitator, should I say.
2: He's enough for West friend of the show. He is Big Perk, Kendrick Perkins, ESPN, NBA, <laughs> because if I don't call him Big Perk, I can never talk to him again. Joining us here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN <laughs> Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm glad you mentioned Milwaukee. I know the only one by one point. But, man, I know if I'm Joel Embiid and I look across and see how that was looking between two guys who just got together in Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo, a little bit of me must have died inside knowing that I may never, ever have that with James Harden no matter what happens the Philadelphia 76ers what did you make of the debut from Damian Lillard even though Milwaukee won that game by one point without James Harden being on the other side for Philadelphia
6: it, it was perfect it was perfect for the simple fact that that's what we're going to see anyway out of the Milwaukee books you're going to see Giannis carrying the load for the first second and third quarter being the force that he is and when they do when they do have those 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 moments when it's a possession by possession game and it's late in the fourth quarter, you know you got a bona fide killer over there in Damian Lillard that could take you home. The table was set perfect, and they and I said this today on on, on first take, Damian Lillard haven't had that much space in offensively says Moby Dick was a goldfish, I mean, for real. When you think about
2: when you think about when you think about when you think about all the spaces, uh, uh, hey, hold, hold on all... a second. Let us finish laughing before you continue. Hold on a 2nd do Don't continue.
6: <laughs> I, I, I'm saying when you when you think about the, the shooting that they have, Chris Middleton, Roy, uh, uh, Pat Cuttington, you have. Malik Beasley, Jay Crowder who can knock down corner threes. And then you have two bigs that could shoot as well and Brook Lopez and Bobby Portis. It's almost like pick your poison. And so when I witnessed that last night, I'm like, when healthy, nobody's stopping this. Nobody's stopping this. And it was a game of runs. And shout out to Philly because they kept yeah. you know, they kept pushing, they kept coming, but at the end of the day it just shows. Even with Chris Millerton, I believe, playing 16 minutes last night because, you know, he's working his way back in. They still, even the top team, still don't have enough.
0: So I, I think when it comes to Milwaukee, seeing what I seen last night and Giannis being able to give that ball to Damian Lillard, how much do you attribute to Giannis and also the rest of the players for the Milwaukee Bucks, their maturity, their respect for the game and Damian Lillard? And also the trust that all of them have in one another to say, "Hey, even though this guy has just gotten to our team, we trust him to take to take us to the promised land." How much do you uh, you know attribute that toward you know the maturity of the Milwaukee Bucks and being there, been there and done it already?
6: Well, we we saw Steph Curry do it with Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. We saw Dwayne Wade do it with LeBron James, and now Giannis is doing it with Damian Lillard. And Giannis told us everything we needed to know throughout the course of the re- uh, off season. He said, I want to win. He said, every single time, I want winners around me. And we all know that Giannis is about championships. Now, he's going to do him, but he's about championships. And that just goes to show you the growth of Giannis. But does it surprise you? It don't surprise me. Right. Because every single season, I'm watching Giannis' leadership go through the roof. Every single season, I'm watching Giannis add something to his game. Every single season, I'm watching Giannis mature like no other. So it didn't surprise me that he handed the keys. And by the way, Giannis the one that put the pressure on the Milwaukee Bucks. What he tell them? I need, you know, he came out and said, you know, before he signed his contract extension and they acquired Damian Lillard, he put pressure on them, and the Milwaukee Bucks acted expeditiously.
2: I will not ever not call you Big Perk ever again. So we good? God, right, cool. Yeah, come
6: on. <laughs> hey, like my grandpa used to say, you know we go back like four flats on the Cadillac.
0: Like four flats, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a man whose ties are always full. He is Big Perk, Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst. Always a great follow on Twitter, Kendrick Perkins. Always great to have him joining us here on Freddie and Harry. Go ahead, Harry. Well,
0: hold on, hold on, Perk. Mate, mate, go get you some Taco Bell, boss. No, don't pass no. up D- on it. Perk, yep. don't, don't, <laughs> man,
2: I'm,
6: I'm headed to the airport. I'm here to the airport. I'm headed back to Texas. I'm going to give me some oxtails in the oh, morning. Man. Oh, man. Any, any brisket on the menu this weekend? No, 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 no brisket.
2: Okay, all right. Well, well, oxtails will suffice. So you know that's a nice plan A opposed to the plan B. Safe travels, yep. per- safe travels, big perk. Thank you again, my brother. All right, thank you. Oh, uh, great stuff by Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst. By the way, you can hit us on Twitter as well. Harry's handle at H Douglas eighty three. My handle at Coleman ESPN. We've moved this to Friday because we want you to have a safe space to get whatever is off your chest without any kind of judgment. It doesn't have to be sports-related. Huh? It could be anything that's going on. Don't make it too, too serious, but make it serious enough for the safe space. Triple H, say ESPN, eight 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 729 You're allowed to say whatever you feel to be a cathartic situation to get it off your chest, and there'll be no judgment from Mr. Douglas or Mr. Coleman. So if you're a mister or a miss, the safe space is here for you. 888-729-3776. You can feel safe on Love Friday, and you can do that next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.
3: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
0: Wrap you in my warm
2: embrace. Sing it, Harry. On this Love Friday edition. Go ahead. I didn't mean to get in the way. Have at it. My warm embrace. There you go. This is Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance. Always appreciate you feeling the love on the mighty ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. The next 10 to 12 minutes, it's all about love. We're not judging anybody. It's about you feeling safe to say whatever you got to say. This is your safe space sports therapy your chance to get it off your chest safe space with freddie and harry And we always say it and we mean it absolutely positively no judgment whatever you have to say this safe space is all about you as in y-o-u john in florida 888-729-3776 big bad john kick off safe space
3: guys i, I gotta tell you i i love the show I've been a long-time listener to ESPN Radio. Um, I, I keep my XM just so I can get ESPN because they don't have it in Orlando anymore. And I got to tell you, ESPN broke my heart over, over the last couple years with all the changes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they got it right when they put the two of you together. Any time in the past when you guys had to fill in for other shows, I knew it was going to be okay in the morning or at night coming home. They got a grand slam. It, and the two of you together, you don't ever know what's gonna come out of Harry's mouth. <laughs> Freddie just goes with it. Love it, baby. I love it. Um, I gotta tell you, I, I I will listen to you. It's like I'm sitting here with my buds after playing golf or doing something, drinking a beer, and and just shooting it, shooting. You know what's going on in the world, and and how everything is good. And I tell you. I might even listen to y'all talk about soccer if you ever did it. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> but don't try. But I, but I love it. I love it. Keep it going and
2: stay together. Oh, no doubt. Hey, John of Florida, Thanks, the, John. the World Cup is next year. You never know.
0: That, that means a lot too, man. <laughs> it really, it
2: really does. does. I mean, anytime we tell people all the time, this is not just our show, meaning Freddie and Harry. It's everybody's show because we're all family. We're going to have disagreements. We're going to have this and that, but we're always going to be able to come together and that's the way we believe it's supposed to be. That's the, what the idea of the show is going to be. So anybody that feels that and it gives us a chance to be heard, we know how valuable people's time is going to be in this day and age. So we appreciate each and everybody giving us a chance to be heard each and every afternoon between 3 and 7.
0: No, I agree with you. Like, me and Devin was fighting the other day. Mm-hmm. But right Boy, after were we got you. done, <laughs> it's, like we were, it's like we weren't even fighting. Absolutely. Like it's, it, there's, Absolutely. There's, there's no egos, man. Like, yeah. and, and, and we love each other so much. And I think no that's doubt. what makes the show
2: – so good, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's only going to get better as long as it's Freddie Coleman does not get in the way. Julian in California, brother. It's your safe space. Hello, <laughs> fellas. I'm, sorry,
4: I'm make this real short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a longtime Nick fan, just fan, so I don't need no therapy. But I just want to put it out there. I love my wife. I love my side chick. Have a good day, guys.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Julian. He, I mean, most people say like anonymous from California, <laughs> or I don't want. Ha- I don't want my. Na-. Julian put his name. That hey, I'm the Lou Williams in my neighborhood. Chicken wings, lemon pepper wings, not optional.
0: Hey, wow. He said, I love my wife. And I love my side chick, boy. You in a the limit There, you supposed to love one, but you're not supposed to have no side
2: chick. I'm about, what am I talking about? I was about you're to not say, supposed to have you, that. You were not taking us down that <laughs> rabbit hole. You, are, you're gonna be all by yourself this way. When Mrs. Douglas hey. shows up, Freddie, what did you hear? I didn't hear anything. Harry said that. Go talk to him.
0: <laughs> hey. Julia wow! Hey, Julian, you you' off the meat <laughs> rat, boy. I'm serious. You a bad, you a bad boy, Julia. Yeah, I'm gonna j- call you Juju now. Yeah, I, You're j- not even Julia no more. Yeah, you yeah, Juju, yeah, J-U, Juju, Juju, bad boy.
2: Yeah. I'm just glad he didn't name the wife and the the other one woman's name. I'm just glad he didn't do that on national <laughs> he said, radio.
0: "I love my wife, and I love love Friday." Wow. That would Lil' Friday do exactly. to you. a baby, juju. There's a road
2: <laughs> in a fisted glove where the eagle flies with the dove. And if Julian can't be with the one he loves, honey, he'll be loving the one he's with. Tony in Alabama, it is your safe space, my friend.
4: Guys, great show, great show. You know I love you guys. My favorite show. Thank you, Tony. Uh, but I got to get it off my chest about Justin Herbert. This guy is a 500 quarterback who everybody wants to make out to be a superstar. He is on the all-airport team. He looks good getting off the plate.
6: But when it comes game time, he's all activity and no accomplishment. This guy, is has, he's done nothing. And people let him off the hook like he's the greatest thing ever. We and don't, I just got yeah. one more I need to get off my chest. Go ahead, Tony. And that's Sean Payton. Sean Payton is the biggest fraud in the league. You had 15 years with a Hall of Fame quarterback in New Orleans, and you got to one Super Bowl? And Denver, what will y'all think? You bring in a guy to change the culture that, if I'm not mistaken, is the only coach in league history is to be suspended because he couldn't control the culture in his locker room. Wow. (laughs) I'll I'll say
0: this about Justin Herbert. Uh From an individual standpoint, he's accomplished some things. But I think now you get your money, you get paid, you're paid to be a top quarterback in the National Football League. Things now, from an individual standpoint, mm-hmm. it has mm-hmm. to go to team, right? You got to yeah. have that start having that team success and doing what we see in your own division of uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes do.
2: Yeah. There's not a throw that Justin Herbert can't make, but sometimes that ball gets a little short in crucial situations. There's also been times his coach has failed him as well when it comes to Brandon and his coaching decisions. But when you get that kind of check that he's getting starting this year with that extension that he signed. People are not going to be able to say, man, you got all the tools. It's got to be somebody else's fault. Most of that blame is going to now shift to you, Justin Herbert. You will not be allowed to get away with falling short in those key moments that we've seen him do before, before he got that big old check from the Los Angeles Chargers. Sebastian in Alaska, your safe space is here for you, my friend.
4: I said, can you imagine? i love friday without talking about my boy jordan love and the green bay packers we lost to the broncos last week we got the vikes coming up this week do we fire our coach i just want the good
1: times to roll again boys now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team
0: I love it. Let me say this about Green Bay. I think collectively, from an offensive standpoint, I think it's attention to detail Mm -hmm. between the coaching staff explaining things, how they want things done, from players being able to get things done. Because when I watched the film against the Denver Broncos, offensively, it wasn't just Jordan Love. Does he have to be better? Of course. But when I'm watching bad spaces, uh, spacing on routes, and then also, you know, if things are just executed the proper way, mm-hmm. there there will be more success on offense in the screen game. Little things here and there where screens could go for big plays and touchdowns, but it's not executed properly. And, I, and that starts with coaching. It's both on coaching and players, but it starts with coaching and their attention to detail and explaining exactly how they want things done.
2: No one should be surprised with seeing this from Jordan Love because for the first time, he's the dude. He's going through the same growing pains that Aaron Rodgers went through. The first year, he became a starting quarterback, the Green Bay Packers. And he was just getting dragged up and down the field each and every game I saw him play. When they went 6-10 and 10 the first year, he was a starter. But he never backed down. He never quit. He never lost confidence. I'm seeing sort of the same things in Jordan Love. He's not backing down. He's not quitting. He's still showing confidence. But I will say, he will learn to let that ball rip and not just try to aim it in there on those throws that mm-hmm. you need to sustain drives or to make sure that the defense does not get the ball in the short field. He's going to learn that the same way that Aaron Rodgers had to learn that the first season he became a starting quarterback with the Green Bay Packers because after that, Aaron Rodgers was tearing apart the National Football League after that rough first year as a starting quarterback, replacing Brett Favre. Dwayne in New Jersey, what you got for the safe space with Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, my friend?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Let me just start off by saying.
2: No problem.
4: I'll follow piggyback off that one guy. <laughs> they made the perfect combination. Freddie, I've been listening to you. You know, I'm on the. I'm here in New Jersey on the East Coast. So you would come on late night,
5: uh-huh.
4: and uh, I always heard Harry. You know, Harry. You know, everything, everything Harry, everything Harry says is accurate. You know, like far as, you know, whatever he coming off the top. You know, is you know, crazy antics and you know precise, precise analytics on everything and playing the sport. But um yeah um I'm here in New Jersey and uh I was listening to you know another ESPN show but so it's no competition you know but ever since you guys you know came on together I just been listening ever since you guys just keep it up you know every the guests you have you know the Love Fridays the different themes you know every, you got it perfect on the nose. The singing. Harry, just keep the singing up. Amen. You know, and I just wanted to say Amen. I love you guys and, you know,
2: keep it up. Bro. Yeah, 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 Dwayne, much love back to you in the Garden State of New Jersey. And believe me, there's so many wonderful people in that state. And I think at times New Jersey takes a bad rap, but they're terrific towns, terrific cities, terrific people, and so much to do in that state. So we appreciate that, Dwayne, from the Garden State of New Jersey. D-
3: did uh, d- did Dwayne say Harry says everything perfectly, everything right? I didn't, I, I'm no, not, I must have must heard that. Hey, now look, listen, Idev,
2: hey. you hey. just sit back. I, and
3: relax, <laughs>
2: easy there, let Devin. Damn it. Just this settle is, down We don't there. attack
0: people for safe space.
2: Exactly. Let Dwayne
0: have his safe space. Yeah, when we say if no, judgment. He says right. that I'm always right. Thank David, you,
2: at a baby Dwayne. Yeah, that, that, we said no judgment. You're right. That That's goes me. to the staff behind the That's scenes too. It should be Scrooge, <laughs> Charleston, Ohio. What you got for the safe space, my brother?
5: Man, y'all are cracking me up, man. I just love <laughs> listening to you guys. Like for real. And then with my man with his side piece, I almost dropped my phone. <laughs> Literally almost dropped It reminded me of a singer by the name of Hokey out of St. Louis. He had a song called My Side Piece. Oh, yeah. But that used to be a Hold good on. joint back in the day. I
0: left to be with my side my piece. piece. That one right yeah, there? Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah. yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know the song. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my man's only good song too, but I True. played that at a wedding one time. Somebody asked for it, and yes, yeah, okay.
2: Wait, but, hold on a second. Hold wait a minute. You played that at a wedding? Yeah, I played that at a wedding like
5: three years ago. I ain't gonna lie to you. Some dude asked for it, and it turned out. And so when, it turned out that him and the bride, uh-huh. you know, they were hooking up. So, wow.
2: Yeah, I bet you, Charles Ohio, said I'm gonna look like a genius playing this record, not knowing. But continue, Charles. What your you say, space? Was,
5: my safe space is this, baby. <laughs> um, I just need some, since we doing this whole love thing, I just need some advice. Okay. See, we get married next year. All right. And, uh, you know, one part of us is like, oh, let's just forget about it. Let's just go somewhere. But then there's that other part like, man, let's just have something nice for the people to come out. Maybe invite Harry Douglas to come out and sing, throw him some candles and pay for his trip. I don't know. But <laughs> I just need some advice on this one.
2: Well, put it this way: whatever the woman wants, let the woman have it because it is her day more than the guy's day.
0: Time out, we time to hell out, Freddie. Okay, time right. out.
2: This ought to be good
0: because see, it's not just her day; it's also Charles's day,
2: right? I but, it. but
0: but I think I think collectively mm-hmm. they should come upon agreement. I think they both sure. should really really get into the hearts of it of what they both want mm-hmm. and come to an agreement because
2: Harry, that we sounds ha- well in theory. This- we know better.
0: Well, but, I, <laughs> but, but here's the thing though. What's the point of one half going into things, feeling some type of way oh, because I, I their you. thoughts aren't, you know,
2: valued? I, I completely understand that. But how many times we always hear that it's the bride's day more than the groom's day. He may have to do a lot more compromising than he really wants, but if that means that it's going to be the day that both of them will get, then he may have to do that. He may have to do more of the compromising than she does because it's always considered a wedding day is the woman's day more than the man's day.
0: Can I be honest with y'all? I I had more fun at our wedding than my wife. Because, you know, sometimes women, they worry about – the nitty gritty and sure. the details. No doubt. So I didn't give a damn about all that. I uh, man, I was having fun. Uh-huh. One of the one of the bridesmaids split their dress before the wedding. Really? So I had somebody go out and get about two hundred wings from Hooters, <laughs> go get five bottles of liquor, and man, me and my my groomsman, when we would we were toasted before that <laughs> thing even started. And then I had a Patron cake as my cake.
2: That was a Patron so cake. You're just wow. a man. My wedding
0: day was the best outside of my kids being born uh-huh. was the best day of my life you talking about we were turned up yeah
2: ooh, you were turned, ooh, turned ooh, up turned out so turned exhausted. down turned in
0: yeah yeah my brother and my sister-in-law gave the, the most horrible damn speech uh a bridesmaid a best man in a in, in a in a, right. a maid of honor could ever give right we, we, my wife looked at each other like why in the hell did we let these two
5: <laughs> give a
0: damn speech both of them was horrible
5: Oh my goodness! And
0: I'm, they're our best friends. They were ho- they were terrible.
5: Yeah,
2: sometimes, it,
0: but we was all yeah. slizzard. We was all slizzard, baby. Uh,
2: the thing about it is, some people may be listening and wonder, okay, when did it start? When did it end? And when does it start <laughs> when it comes to slizzard <laughs> and it not being slizzard, <laughs> depending on depending on
0: what my day wife is. was the only my wife was the only one sober because she she holds well,
2: well, you, you need my a, wife was yeah, the only one sober. Well, you need an adult in the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, you That's need, my
0: wife and me because y'all know I'm off the meat rack, baby. <laughs> He's Harry hey, Douglas. patron Kick.
2: Uh, yeah. Patron Kick. I've never heard of that. I'm really Unlimited
0: jealous. tequila yeah. at my wedding. Oh, man. Oh, man.
2: People probably people probably still talk about that to this day. Like, remember that wedding? No, seriously, when, when, they when do. Douglas's the got married, they need to do that every 10 years. <laughs> we had over 300 people, too. I, I can I, I can only imagine. I, 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 300 would have been a conservative number. I thought it would have been a little bit more than that. With the people that you know and your wife know, I thought it would have been a little bit more than that.
0: But, see, I, I got to a point where I was like, man, hell no, they're not coming. I don't even know them like that, and we don't even kick it with them. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, they just want to come because uh-huh. other people are coming. So Absolutely. I was like, nope.
2: Okay, I don't blame you, but three hundred is three hundred. Patron cake was not optional at the Douglas wedding. Slizzard. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Come, trying not to be slizzard on Love Friday on Freddie and Harry. And speaking of getting slizzard, will the pages feel the same way when they take on the Dolphins on Sunday? Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. On this Love Friday, known as Freddie and Harry, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Whenever we get this show simulcast, and believe me, if I have my way, we will. Just seeing Harry doing his karaoke to songs is worth the price of television and worth the <laughs> price of admission. He's also- I love I love music. So do I. Yeah. Love music. Especially Love Fridays. If you can't love Love Friday, then there's something wrong with your soul because there's nothing wrong with the show, and that means something wrong with you and the rest of the country. Speaking of not having things being wrong, Harry Duggs will be part of the broadcast on ESPN Radio on Sunday when the Dolphins take on the Patriots. By the way, Tyree Kill practiced him for yesterday and also says he's doing it today. He is good to go. The last time they met, it was a 24-17 win by the Miami Dolphins. Many people believe the Miami Dolphins will potentially run away and hide from the Patriots, even though the Patriots beat the Bills last week. How are you covering that game. You've been able to study the film. What say you?
0: Yeah, I think it's just one of those games that the Miami Dolphins, they really have to watch out for. And, and this is because of what I've seen last week with Bill O'Brien from the offensive side of things. And even in that last matchup between these two teams, it was a good job uh, in certain moments of New England's offense being in third and two to five. I think that's the key, right? Right. You know, winning early down so you can be in one of those situations on third down where you're not scratching your head. So I also look at J.C. Jackson in the back uh, in the back end that came over via trade right. from the Los Angeles Chargers. He's playing good football since rejoining New England. If you can eliminate some of the missed tackles that they had in the first matchup, that's the New England Patriots, that is, and some of those explosive plays, I know it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. I think New England actually has a chance, and you, you must tackle better, though. But I just think when you look at Miami and their offensive line, that's something New England can take advantage of with their D-line.
2: And also if you Bill O'Brien, continue to tie Bill Belichick and keep his mouth closed because that quarterback, Mac Jones, looked like an NFL quarterback for the first time in his NFL career last week. Keep that going and maybe all of a sudden the Pages can pull off that upset when they play the Dolphins on Sunday. Our bold predictions for Week 8 in the NFL and there are plenty of questions and we got some answers as well. That's next on Freddie and Harry and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.